welcome to Illuminating the Scriptures, a study of Nevi'im. In this series, we explore the words of the prophets and delve into the meaning and significance of these sacred texts. Sefer Yeshaya, the book of Isaiah, chapter 3, verses 13 through 15. This segment is a rebuke to the leadership of the Jewish people explaining how they have failed the nation, they have, and the way it's being measured is they have failed the weak amongst the nation. The passage starts with the words, Nitzav Lariv Hashem. The Lord ha- has taken a position to argue. Nitzav is he's taking a stance, a position of, when a person stands with a authority, with a position of, of, in, in a way that shows that he's taking a, a, an aggressive or a authoritative stance. And he's coming here to argue. He's coming to judge the nations. Now, the question is, it's going to be addressing the Jewish people. So why is it a judgment against the nations or for the nations or on behalf of the nations? So one way of understanding it is we do find sometimes in Scripture that the various tribes of Israel or are called nations. That's one interpretation. Another way of understanding this is that even though this is a rebuke to Israel, but this is not necessarily just part of Israel's calling, all the nations of the world are called upon to be just and fair and have a a society which doesn't take advantage of the weak. So this is not just, even though, again, he's directly uh, talking to Israel, but this will be relevant to all the nations of the world. Yet a third way of understanding this is that Israel has a cosmic role. We spoke about this right in the beginning of the book. Israel has a cosmic role. And when Israel fails in its own calling, in its own mission, within itself, it's, it has ramifications for all the nations. So as if God would be speaking on behalf of the nations when he's arguing against Israel, or since Israel's actions affect the nations, we see Israel not not only corrupting themselves, but the corruption of Israel is a reflection of the corruption of the nations, and that's why the nations as a whole are being referred to over here. Verse 14, Hashem, the Lord, b'mishpat yavai, he'll come with, with judgment or in judgment. He's going to come to argue and to seek justice in Zikne Amai Visarov with the elders of his nation and its officers. And this is what he tells them, Vatem Biartem Akerem, you have consumed the vineyard. We're going to soon see in chapter five, Israel as a whole is compared to the vineyard of God. And he's talking to the leadership, you have destroyed the vineyard. Instead of cultivating it and allowing it to grow and making it flourish, you have consumed it. Gezelas Heani Bivatechem that which has been robbed from the poor is in your house. In other words, the leaders whose job it is to protect the poor, to protect the weak, the entire usefulness of a civilized society, you have a, you can have a jungle and the strong will, will rule over the weak. You don't need a civilized society for that. The whole idea of a civilized society is that everyone's humanity is respected. That's the, the true purpose of a civilized society. And here, the weak are the ones that are being taken advantage of that which has been robbed to them, from them, is found actually in the, in the house of the leaders. The leaders benefit from the fact that the strong are taking advantage of the weak. 
Malochem tedaku ami. What is this to you that you crush my nation? Ufnei aniim tetchanu. And you grind down the face of the poor. Neum Hashem elikem tzavakais. So has spoken the Master, the Lord of Hosts. What's being described over here is that the leaders have crushed the nation. They have crushed the nation, which this refers back to chapter 2, verse 6, where we speak about Israel not living up to its calling, as if they have abandoned their own nation and went to foreign nations. Israel stands for something. They stand for service of God. It stands for being dependent on God, and it stands for justice. Loyalty to God means loyalty to the principles of justice like we saw in chapter 1. God wants to take care of the poor, to take care of the widow, to take care of the orphan. So by building up a society that where the, there's no respect for the weak, that's crushing the nation. It's crushing who Israel is supposed to be. Grinding down the face of the poor, this metaphor gives us to understand that we're talking about the poor, the respect that's coming to people just simply because they're human beings. That respect is being ripped away from them. Another way of understanding is that the face of the poor is what they're looking forward to, what they're looking towards, their hopes and their aspirations are being ground to dust because they see in a society where their humanity is not respected, it's only power that's respected, it's only wealth that's respected, it's only image that's respected, and they don't have that, they have no hope. And whatever hopes they bring up for themselves is being ground down. And this is the charge that God has against his leaders. Now, this is tr- actually true on several levels. This is true, obviously, on a financial level, where poor people can't flourish in a society that just takes advantage of them. It's true on a social level. People don't have the right social standing, can't get the advantages of society. It can't get you know the honor and the respect that's coming to, to them simply because they're human beings. That that's another way that this you know this could play itself out. This could also play itself out on a spiritual level. You can have a society which develops its own spiritual uh, you know goals or religious goals or religious norms, so to speak. And people who have a hard time living up to those religious norms, a because simply they might be spiritually weaker than other people, or because these these norms are not even real. Definers, they're not. They're, they don't. They, they shouldn't be religious norms, and these people are not living up to them because they're not natural and they're not true. And in in a society which, so to speak, respects religion, these people don't fit those norms and are not respected and not accorded the respect that they that is coming to them. And their hopes are ground down. Any any religious growth that they want to develop is there's no there's no room for it. It's not being encouraged. I'll just, just give an example just to illustrate, to help understand what I'm talking about. You can have a society where certain outward religiosities is respected. Let's use an example, a society which respects people that give a big donation to to the synagogue or to whatever religious institution in a very big way, in a very honored way, in a way that you know he gets a lot of respect and, and honor from the people around him. And the guy that comes with his few dollars to give to a poor person and he's not getting any honor for it, people don't look at him. He's he's a nobody. He, who's he? The other guy, he's the one that gets respect. And even though he's only doing it just for the outward honor. Or you can have someone who 
is able to put on a show of religiosity if let's say he prays long prayers or he whatever it might be in 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 the realm of religiosity and then someone else who doesn't know how to play that game or someone else who's simply not capable of doing those things whatever religious growth he's trying to bring forth is crushed and is 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 not allowed to develop because it's not respected in in this society so it's it's another situation where the leaders have a responsibility to look at the society as a whole and ask themselves, how are the weakest people in our society fearing? How are they doing? And the weakest people means weak in a financial level, weak in a social level, weak in a politically connected level, weak in a spiritual level. And what are we doing to allow them to flourish? And that, that's the true measure of a society is how the weakest people in the society are getting along. And here the prophet is rebuking the leadership of his people and telling them that they have failed in their duty to allow that vineyard of God to flourish, and rather this vineyard is being consumed by them because the way the society is set up, that the loss of the weak ends up being their benefit.